I can never remember. Am I supposed to wait for something? <laughs> well, we're recording now, so... There we go. Even better. Perfect. Mm, yep. Hello, Internet. <laughs> uh, I, I, this is great. I, 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 I ask to open, and then I forget how the opening is. Uh, hello, Internet. This is uh, Sea Report Jr. Uh, I'm your co-host, Zach Serlick. Oh, and it's me. I Okay. Hi. I am the other co-host, Dale Decker. <laughs> You can tell Welcome. it's been like a three-week delay because yes. we've forgotten how to do this. <laughs> I know, <laughs> this is the show. This is weird. the show where two new friends who have never met in person <laughs> uh, record their conversations for the internet and hopefully, you know, grow their friendship. Exactly. Uh, yeah, like like I said, sorry it was we didn't come out last week. Um, people have been sick yes, and yes. just been scheduling all this other stuff. But uh, yeah, Dale's bron- alive. Oh, bronchitis so. is one hell of a thing. Oh God! Yeah. It sounds like like it sounds like your whole house just became like a, a pool of yeah jerk. yeah it was weird <laughs> um yeah like I woke up and I was like oh my my throat's a little scratchy man it's nothing and then the next day me and Devin were coughing and like our dad was coughing I'm like this is great this is great and then we waited like each of us waited four days and then I was at work probably shouldn't have gone to work but I was at work and I'm like coughing and doing all this and. My dad and my and Devin go went to urgent care and found out they had uh, that Devin had bronchitis. So I was like, I should probably go do that. And yeah, I have bronchitis too, so that was fun. But Ugh. we're good. Antibiotics are good, and still doing, this, still doing. That's why. That's why I live out in the desert. I live <laughs> in a shack in the middle of nowhere. No one can get me. Yep. The only germ, the, my only germs in the house are my own. Uh, <laughs> there you go. That's, um, that's good. So, uh, very, I think very quickly, we're going to hit this. We're going to do a quick Ready Player One follow-up because in the time <gasps> since our last recording, we have both seen the movie. We actually know what the story is now, which means yes. that now when we complain about a couple of things, it, we're justified. Yes, <laughs> It would yes, be really yes. weird if we had to come back and be like, oh, sorry, everybody. It was a masterpiece. It was fantastic. It was my f- best movie of the year. <laughs> best movie of the year. Uh, yeah. So, so, so you- for you, what was, um, how was your experience with the movie? Let's start there. Uh, I really did not enjoy it, like, at all. There was – the only thing that I, I really enjoyed was the archive stuff. Also, shouldn't have to be said, but we should say it anyways. There's going to be spoilers. Oh, sorry. Yes, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> but well, if you there's not even that many, but it, quite frankly, yeah. think about every adventure movie you've ever seen and you're good. Exactly. Uh. Think about <laughs> any movie you've ever seen. Like, also, if you haven't seen Ready Player One – then, like, you either didn't care enough to go see it, and that's why you're listening to this anyway, so we can ruin it for you, or you just, like, missed the boat, and hey, spoilers, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but I, I, the only thing I liked was the archival, like, library stuff, but I liked the footage in there, like, the footage that they're watching. Because right, yeah, I, I did like the way that was set up. The yeah. way it was filmed was gorgeous. Like, I, I think Devin, like, whispered to or I don't, I don't know if we, like, talked about it during the play, movie, play, movie, <laughs> um, <laughs> or what, but, like, I think he was asked if there was, like, 360 cameras involved, which I would be awesome. That would be so good. And, but they were just so beautiful, and, like, it felt like an actual digital recording from the past and not just, hey, here's some stuff, like, here's an archive, just watch it. Like, it, it, that was the best part of the movie for me. And then everything else just sucked. Like, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it was really sad. Like, yeah, maybe I didn't go into it with, like, a 100% open mind, but I was pumped. Like, the trailers pumped me up. Because it was like a Rampage trailer, which I'm super excited about. There was an an um, Avengers Infinity War trailer that actually made me excited for Infinity War. Ooh, was it the uh, was it the new one where they've got the Wakandan soldiers like chanting in the background and all that? Because that's an excellent trailer that just came out. I don't. That may have just been this past week. I don't so. remember. It was like a really the way it was shot was it was just like clips, like snippets of like. Here's this, here's this. Like, it was very quick. And, like, it showed... Just what it showed made me excited. 
because it like showcased the people who I actually care about in the Avengers, <laughs> like in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, I'm like, okay, good. Like, I can't. I only care about these people, and that's who you just chose to show me. So yeah, I'm pumped up. So I was super pumped, and then the this is lame, but like, I think the Universal graphic that shows up for the production company was super cool because it was like um digital somehow like it was kind of like circuit board-esque looking oh, do you yeah. remember so that not not really but here's the thing so i only have i may have mentioned this before but we've got like two one screen theaters in town so yeah. like it's not the most high so even if it, though it's a digital picture like it's not it's not like a perfect crisp clean yeah, thing you, which it doesn't bother me i i i love it it's a local it's like a local old theater that they mm. spent like years refurbishing and all that yeah. so and i'm fine with that but that also means like the sound is never like Great. it always sounds like it's set up for surround sound but that the surround sound speakers aren't doing much uh, and like okay. the screen is just a little too like dark like they need to turn up the brightness a little bit and it'll be perfect so it, it, it there's a lot of stuff that's mm. I, I think i miss in that experience i i mean i also so. could be wrong like it was either <laughs> It's either the opening for Ready Player One or for Tomb Raider. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure it was Ready Player One. But it was like... like, Both those movies just blend into each other at this point. They were both like, meh. Oh, I really like the Tomb Raider one, but we can talk about that after. I've only heard that it's like... uh, Let me go this way. I've heard it's one of the best video game movies, but that wasn't a high bar to clear. And yeah, so a lot of like, true. the action was great, but kind of forgettable, which yeah. doesn't bother me. I probably watch it and love it. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. But yeah, so I I felt like pumped going into Ready Player One. And then it starts doing narration and I'm like, this is not mm, not you already yeah. lost me. Like Yeah, it's the well, it's the Blade Runner. It's the original Blade Runner cut problem, which is I've never seen Blade hearing, Runner. I've never so, seen Blade Runner. So I'm not going to spoil just, too much. I'm just going to say letting, like, I'm or, just throwing that out there. Oh, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. I've only ever seen one version of it, and that's the final cut that came yeah. out on blue. But largely what you hear is that the original cut version had, you know, they had, like, they did basically ADR voiceover mm. for it because they were like, no one's going to understand what's going on. And so Harrison Ford had to come in and with, like, half a cup of coffee in him narrate their whole movie. Yeah. And that's kind of, and so it's that same kind of mindset for this is that as soon as I hear narration at, at the start of a movie now, I immediately think, oh, you think we're not going to understand what's going on and you think we're stupid. So you put mm-hmm. this voiceover in <laughs> like yeah. you didn't have a, you either didn't have enough trust in your own writer to explain this world mm-hmm. or you don't have enough trust in your audience. And neither one of those makes for like a great movie experience. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if if something needs narration, like flashbacks need narration to a degree, like there are times when it needs narration but when you're doing a like post-apocalyptic kind of world, I don't want to hear the people talking within the first five seconds. I no, want I wanna, to I wanna see s- the world. Exactly. Like, yeah. and and some that stuck with me was like show don't tell. Like my screenwriting professor drilled that into our brains. So like now every time I'm like a show don't tell, show don't tell. Like like. Stop telling me about your world and please just let me live in it for a couple seconds so I can Absolutely. understand what's happening. So so the narration starts and it's like, this is boring. Like, I am not cap- captivated at all. And then, like, he, he goes into the Oasis for the first time. And I'm like, okay. And it starts with that race, that terrible race with the DeLorean. Yeah. And I'm like, this is pissing me off. And right there is where, like, <gasps> in my brain, watching the movie, I immediately started rewriting it. Uh huh. Like, and as again, not a good sign for your movie. When I go, oh, I can tell you ten, to, I can tell you one big thing that's going to make this th- this whole scene better. Mm-hmm. Especially when they do the race again, twenty minutes later, and it looks like the same exact thing. Like, that was another thing I had a problem with. I don't know if it's a it's, problem, but it's like confusion. The the story the the like, story is all screwed up because it doesn't it doesn't set the world it yeah. doesn't set the world properly at all even with that narration at the beginning it just tells you by the way we're in the po- we're in we're basically in dystopia so just you know whatever you yeah. think dystopia means just put that in the background because we're not going to tell you any of it mm-hmm. like well, you- it's really bad at explaining literally everything that's going on and it just assumes you're going to go well they've seen dystopian yeah. movies before they know yeah, <laughs> like, no, no, like no, the no, oasis no. like i don't really still know how the oasis works so i get how it works but my problem was like you're talking about planet doom right and 
plant like there's planets, but the drag race. I'm calling it a drag race. It's a drag race, Basically. pretty much. Yeah. The drag race feels like a level. Like it's always the same shit that happens. Right. It's an it's, it's an planet, instance. Yeah. Like whereas, in an MMO, they would call that an instance. Yeah. Which exactly. Is just or like or an event right. or something. Like Planet Doom seemed like it was a different thing every time, and it probably wasn't, but it seemed like that. Well, and what it was was again bringing my own knowledge to it. I go, okay, so this racing game is like you're in a level of a racing game, and Planet Doom is like a level of like Call of Duty or or Doom or something where yeah. it's just a multiplayer death match. Yeah, it's like those, <laughs> but it's like I had to bring that to it though because the movie didn't tell me that. Exactly. <laughs> and then, and also, I so <laughs> I'm not gonna hit every point, but after the movie. I was so upset. Like, I wrote an entire note on my phone of just everything that pissed me off. <laughs> and and, I, and I'm and i sad that I didn't pay attention to the credits because I always watch credits. I sit there and I read names and I watch the credits because those people put their, you know, they, these people put, like, nine months of their life into this movie. So, like, they oh, deserve... Oh, God, and just, like, the animators uh, exactly. alone, like, probably longer. Like, they yeah. deserve oh, God. the recognition. But I was just, like, so upset. Like, and I hate being upset after movies, but I, I just had to write it down. And, like, one of the first things was, like, how dare you disrespect the DeLorean in a fucking drag race? <laughs> like, no. For, Especially for, because no. it's, like, the only time it shows up in the whole movie. It doesn't yeah, show it up. Like, 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 they don't need it again. Like, they don't need yeah. it again. He doesn't use it to just get around. Exactly. Like, it's just it. <laughs> and, like, every time it hit something or something hit it, and I was like, I understand that it's a video game and you can just fix it or H can just fix it for you, but fucking no. Like, no. This is not yeah. okay for me. Oh, God. And, then, and like, oh. Ugh. You, just, you, you keep going. <laughs> I just, I feel so bad that I, like, I'm so against the movie, but it just, it should have hit all these boxes for me, and it just didn't. Like, also, The Shining. I've never seen The Shining, but, oh, like, God. that whole sequence was awful. And the biggest reason was, like, why is there a ticking clock? Because none of the other challenges had ticking clocks. None of them had clocks or timers. So it's just like, uh, video games have timers. Let's put a timer in. Right, and I'm actually, so, but, so that... That specific aspect doesn't bother me so much because the idea, like all three things, had like their own rules. Like one was the race, one is the the ticking clock timed thing, and then one is yeah. they're they're playing the game until they figure out basically <gasps> they're not supposed to be playing the game. Like the, <laughs> oh, but, that's but, the biggest one. But yes, that doesn't bother me so much. What bothered me in the shining sequence is the way that they used the key to get the clue, which they did not have to do after the Delorean race. <laughs> Like none yeah. of this is structured nor like none mm. of this has any structure to mm -hmm. it. So he ends the race, gets the first key by having it handed to him, and then gets the first the next clue by it just coming out of a thing in the ground and having it handed to him. Yeah. Okay, sure. But yeah. then they get to the second challenge and he gets the they, they get the next clue by having to use the key they just get to open a giant freaking door that goes nowhere because a tiny little door and that opens and hands them the clue, which they didn't have to do the first time so like why is that so inconsistent <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe i guess like progression wise like it's harder i, I don't even I, know but like i don't know i don't know they could have just as easily had the the, the girl the the woman hand it to him yeah. hit it to either of them and it would have made just as much sense mm -hmm. Ugh. um i <sighs> my so i think what it boils down to like my biggest problem so the like big thing I guess, like, if you have to give a meaning to this movie or, like, a message that I wanted to send is, like, just play video games because they're fun. Like, don't make it a competition. Don't, don't, like, it should just be fun for everybody. And, and it also like, should not be your whole life. Yeah, which it is shouldn't be your whole literally life. Literally a message that they stuck to the end of that movie yeah. that does not follow through with the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, But, exactly. like, the big stinger at the end is, oh, by the way, we also made it so you can't play video games for two days so yeah. people have to live real lives. It's exactly. like I was under the impression your real life sucked though yeah and you didn't do anything to make real lives any better <laughs> <laughs> so the reason why that pissed me off so much was like oh just play the game and have fun the only also the only reason why percival i think that's his name yeah percival like knew about the easter egg and adventure streaming exists 
Fucking Twitch still exists somehow, which I don't... Like, why? <laughs> how? How are you watching Twitch? You just go well, into see, the Oasis to watch someone else play the Oasis? Fuck I yourself. mean, probably. <laughs> but here's the, yeah, probably. <laughs> First off, yeah, probably. Secondly, I could very easily picture, like, oh, we've got a bunch of movie theaters set up, and if you go sit in one, it's a Twitch stream of someone playing yeah, Battlegrounds. Like, like, I get that. that. I, again, I can create that in my head, but, That's like... That's not the case, this though. Is part of, yeah, and part <laughs> of the problem... And, right, and part of the problem is, again... They don't do a single thing to really build out the world outside of it. Yeah. Despite the fact that there's like a good third of the movie that takes place out in the real world, it, you don't get any sense of what the real world actually is. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't know. Like, you get the idea that people are spending their entire days and entire lives in the Oasis. And yet, when they're driving around in the real world, there's kids going to school. And people working, yeah, like, <laughs> like people I, are living lives outside of the Oasis. That's so obviously, I didn't... like, what is going on with this idea? <laughs> yeah. Um... But so, so the whole meaning of him like finding the Easter egg was so lost on me because I'm like, clearly you just you watched a walkthrough of someone finding the Easter egg. It's not like you were standing there playing adventure and was just like, oh, look at this invisible dot I have. Like you watched someone figure that out and you knew it. And that's the problem right. with or like you, or modern... you like read a biography. Exactly. Or like that's right. the problem today with the internet and Twitch and stuff is that like no one really finds stuff out for themselves anymore. Which, like, yeah, it's the world we live in, whatever. But it's like, that scene would have meant so much more if I had known that streaming and Twitch and walkthroughs didn't exist. Because then I'm believing he had played this game before and found it by himself. Also, I that redheaded IOI girl, mm-hmm. at the end, she's oh, like, oh yeah, the it's that, the Easter the egg. One that, the one that makes absolutely, that does nothing, and they, yeah. they, they shit on for having... A pretty good idea yeah. because she at least had the game right and you guys but, are just wrong <laughs> so she had the game right but she also knew about the easter egg so why didn't she say it up front that's uh, i don't no, get her, that 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 whole like <laughs> gate that whole like room of of like nerds like they were like it, it sounded like someone was like oh we need to have this girl make this decision and have a schlubby bearded fat guy yeah uh, shit on her because girls don't know things yeah. about games and then the big comeuppance is supposed to be no she had the game right the problem is that doesn't matter exactly. she had the game right but she still didn't know what to do and also she's hugging that guy at the end but because yeah sure why not That's like, she did know what to do and she just didn't say it like she <laughs> at the end she's like oh yeah you're not really supposed to win adventure you're just supposed to play like where was that five minutes ago, bitch? Like, <laughs> I'm being very vulgar, and, like, I, okay. I'm i being more vulgar on this episode than I have, and it's really unnecessary, but, like, come on. what? Why didn't you say that? <laughs> like, uh, we could have okay. won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so that's you pull it. back something. This is great, because I'm going to do the reverse compliment sandwich. Uh, so, <laughs> you said your stuff. I'm going to say something I kind of liked about it, and then I'm going to shit on it some more. Uh, <laughs> um, so... Through all of this, there's also like there are the bones to a story I'm actually fine with, probably again because it's so super generic. But like just the idea that like, oh, we live in this crappy future. Everybody spends that to escape. Everybody escapes into the world. And that escapism is stopping them from actually solving their problems. I actually really like the um, I like the bad guy. I forget yeah. I forget his name in most of in most of this. But he's the same guy who was the general in Rogue One. And he was excellent in that, too. Guy plays like. Oh, was he in He's the he's the general in Rogue One with I, the lisp. I, I'm gonna be honest oh. with you. I completely forget about that movie. I fell asleep <laughs> during it. Continue. I, I did the I did the first time and really liked it the second time. I have no <laughs> idea what happened there. But but he's he plays like he play he plays like snippy bureaucrat perfectly. And so like and and so everything that guy that those, most of the scenes with that guy were great. Their plan. The only reason their plan doesn't really make sense is because they're already ma- seem to be making a ton of money off of this game. So mm. why do they I need to take it over and put more ads in to make more money? I don't know. <laughs> that that whole plan doesn't make any sense because again, they don't explain anything. And I like I liked a lot of the stuff in like the real world with them driving like trying to get away and mm. like everything in like the postal truck and all of that while he's trying to play the game while the truck is like flipping around yeah, and all that of that. Was ki- that was that stuff is that, that stuff was kind of cool. Yeah, because that's fun. You know, basic adventure like mm. 80s adventure fun stuff that spielberg is great with yeah and of course as soon as they get into the game spielberg can't really direct computer characters <laughs> <laughs> and so like so like everything that he's good for goes right out the window um so 
most of my problems with this movie overall, saying all that, can be brought down to a single item in the game that I think represents every problem I have with it, mm. and that is the freaking Zemeckis cube. Ah, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I, agree. I, I thought you might, I thought you might feel that as a as a Back to the Future fan. Oh, so, I was so upset. Are, so, this is one of the things I'm going to really break down, and I'm sorry to spoil this for people, but if you've listened this far, you've listened this far. So the Zemeckis Cube is a Rubik's Cube that if you solve it, it shoots you back in time 60 seconds. That makes no freaking sense nope. whatsoever. One, there's no Rubik's Cube in any of the three Back to the Future movies that I remember. Yep. Do you, okay. Yep. So, t- two, there's no reason to go back in time 60 seconds when they go back they go back in time, forward in time, and then back in time. Years. Thank Never you. once do they take the DeLorean and go, oh, we need to fix this little mistake we made. Let's go back 60 seconds, <laughs> watch ourselves drive away, and then, we then fix that problem we made. They never do that. So why? Would, why? Why? <laughs> And I can t- and so what it is is that someone went, oh, Rubik's Cubes, that's the 80s. Oh, time travel and back to the future. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's put these two things together and make a little thing out of it that makes no sense. And that whole movie is we're going to reference one thing, and then we're going to take that reference and use yep. it to reference another thing. And then we're going to take that reference to reference another thing, and it's not going to matter. Like, it don't, you don't feel anything. Oh, because I'm- so happy we we talked a lot about nostalgia last episode and all this stuff, and I realized something watching this movie. This movie is not nostalgia. This is not nostalgia in the movie. This is reference the movie. Mm. Those are two very different things because there is not a single reference in this movie that you are supposed to look at and feel anything for. Yeah. They are not trying to make you go, oh, hey, that, I remember how I feel about that. They're making you go, oh, hey, I know that thing. That's it. They never go in a deeper level than that. And that even goes for the Iron Giant. Oh, man. The Iron Giant does the Terminator 2 thumbs up when it falls into the lava at the end. Why? (laughs) Guess is as good as mine. They had had in the Iron Giant and in H the perfect opportunity to say something about the world and about even her character by going, first off, her whole thing is she makes mods and sells them. Yes. Which even today is like considered kind of a faux pas. It's like a big thing that that Bethesda tried to make paid mods for Skyrim and Fallout, and like the mod world rebelled and all this crap, right? I think yeah. So the so the idea that like, the idea that her job essentially is to make mods and sell them is like a spit in the face to all of the people who already hate that idea. Exactly. And then, you get the like you get this idea. That she never mentions. All she does is say, oh, yeah, it's the Iron Giant. I felt like making it because I'm going to sell it to someone. She doesn't care about the Iron Giant. She doesn't care about any of the stuff she makes. She just wants to make money off of other people who also probably don't care. Mm -hmm. They could have taken her character. They could have taken her as the Iron Giant in that final battle at the end and made the whole thing about how she's like, you know, the world is terrible. It needs protectors. It needs people who defend these smaller people who are getting taken advantage of. And then during that final fight, she could just be protecting people. She doesn't need to be shooting people with eye beams and a hand cannon that the Iron Giant very specifically did not want to use. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, um, after, like, a couple, while I was sick, home, while Devin and I were sick, um, we decided to watch Iron Giant because I had never seen it. And I was like, you know what? I should actually watch it before I start shitting on Ready Player One for using the Iron <laughs> Giant. Gotta have, informed, gotta have informed anger. Exactly, That's always the best exactly. anger. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So I'm watching it, and the whole thing, like you said, he doesn't want to be a gun. And the only time he uses the gun is in self-defense. But then he doesn't even want to do that. No, he, he feels terrible want, about exactly, it. <laughs> like, he doesn't even want to defend himself. He does not care if he dies because guess what? He's a freaking alien machine that can pull himself back together. Like, that the is thing the that, thing. The, he just wants... Uh, the, really sh- the thing that really shits on that the most is that two minutes into that fight, one of the, you know... So the, most of the diversity in this comes in these three these three friends that they have. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's H and then uh, I don't even remember, remember the names. two Asian guys names, the, the little kid and the, yeah. the other guy. But the, the other guy sits there meditating because that's what Asian people do. They meditate, yeah. <sighs> meditating for the whole fight and then comes in in a Gundam, attacks for five seconds and then dies. 
Why did he not just, why did you, why don't you just get rid of the Iron Giant and just have him in the Gundam the whole time? Yeah. Because those things are made to fight. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, like I didn't understand. I mean, I understood the Iron Giant because I, like, I knew about the Iron Giant, but I'm like, okay, this is, this just feels wrong. And then I watch it. I'm like, wow, you completely missed the mark. Like, yeah, because someone could argue, oh, well, he was defending everybody. It's like, but he doesn't even want to defend because he'll turn into a gun. Like, it would have, yeah, no. And then, like, am I supposed to feel something when he falls into the lava? No. No, because nobody because dies. Nobody all fucking they do is, dies. They lose, they lose all of their hard-earned money that they had, again, which makes no sense. Yep. Um, I would never play a video game like that. It, right. Never. I would <laughs> like, that's, never. Oh, my God. That's it just makes... That's why I couldn't like, again. get through uh, Breath of the Wild. I could not get through <laughs> that game. I'm like, everything I get is going to break. I'm not doing this. <laughs> uh, it's just like, it's. it was like made without any understanding of one, just like video game economies as they exist right now. So mm. does it like the fact that you, you, you can't create a dystopia without knowing how stuff worked before that. Um, <laughs> It's it's just like it's so much just generic story crammed together around just like things happening that make no sense. It's it's so bad. And just like this is the last thing I'm going to say. Also, they have this whole fight about the fact that he like two minutes into knowing this girl online. He says he loves her and she's like, no, that's you. You can't possibly know that. And I was like, great. This is great. I love that they're giving this guy shit for this. This is perfect. And then. Ten minutes later, they meet in the real world, and it's like, oh, no, we do love each other. Sorry, sorry, I was wrong. I was wrong, everybody. <laughs> we actually, we do, we love each other because apparently I was wrong. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a birthmark that's apparently supposed to be horribly disfiguring. <laughs> yeah, that, I didn't get that either. <sighs> I mean, I, I get it. Like, I understand that those I, things I, I, I have to imagine, I have to imagine that, like, I have to imagine that, like, in the book there was, like, well, I was going to say five pages explaining that. It's probably ten pages because every <laughs> other line they were referencing five things. Yeah. But <laughs> I have to imagine like that's probably better explained, and it's also probably supposed to be more, either more, either more disfiguring than a birthmark. Yeah. Or there's probably some whole thing about how she thinks it's worse than it really is, or something like you can. I could see that being written, but that does yes. not translate to screen whatsoever. <laughs> Man. Whatsoever. <laughs> last thing I want to say. I'm so happy that you brought up the Zemeckis cube because in the movie i when that came up i flipped off the screen and like <laughs> i was just so angry Be, uh, like more anger than i think i've ever felt towards a movie and i just uh, oh i was so upset and i'm happy that you brought it up and that <laughs> i had that i somehow was able to forget about that anger <laughs> Because, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Okay, All right, so that's it. I'm done with that movie. It's done out of my this movie. It's done. Out of our systems. <laughs> We're good. No more anger. If you want to oh. go see, if you like it, here's the thing. If you like it, good for yeah. you. You were able yeah. to oh, enjoy of, it. Like, I'm happy for you. Just putting disclaimers out. Just <laughs> <laughs> putting disclaimers out. By the way, none of this matters if you liked it. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to listen to us. Like, we're just oh. two assholes on the internet. Um, but let's go on to happier things and, yes, and less negativity. <laughs> let's go. Let's 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 go backwards, but also forwards in time because Ooh, it's future like future it. cavemen. Like let's it. go to future cavemen. Future cavemen. <laughs> uh, so in the in the interim since our last episode, I've beaten Horizon Zero Dawn, um, and. I, I just got to, like, it's just, it was wonderful start to so, finish. I loved, like, so, having the time. So the last time I played it, I fell off a little bit just because mm. so many open-world games have been out, but it's just been a while since I played a game like that. It was, like, perfect timing to did, get back in. Did you start again? Like, did you I just... I did, because I couldn't remember wow. the 30 hours I played before. So, so. You, <laughs> you have probably like beaten it one and a half times basically yeah <laughs> before i've even beaten it once yeah. <laughs> that's yeah that's that's not i mean it's because like really like after work and then on the weekend i don't do a lot it's yeah. not there's not a lot going on in my town <laughs> so um yeah so I, I i can play like morning tonight and then that yeah. way i don't yeah oh god it's it's so it's it's goofy and dumb in like the best places and like even the story like the story 
kind of predictable. Like you kind of get an idea pretty early on what what happened, and then and then you just kind of watch it happen. But the performances are so amazing. Mm. Like the it, the game is gorgeous. It's yeah. oh, it's so good. Yeah, I, <laughs> I I cry at video games. I cry so much at Horizon Zero Dawn. Like so much. There's gonna be spoilers for this, but don't spoil anything for me, cause the only th- I won't. The last thing I did was I uh, Maker's End, so I got to watch all the holograms with Elizabeth. Okay, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, and that's yeah, that's the, and and from there, like, whatever you're thinking about as the story going forward, that's probably right. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, that's that's where, I think that's where I sent you the photo. You sent me the photo, my, and I was like, the two holograms. Where's this from? The, the freaking photo mode. The photo mode is so oh good God. in that game. I didn't, I didn't realize that you could change your pose. I never yeah. realized that. So and, then, and that was introduced in like an update, like exactly, two or three yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's how far I am. And then you know how there's that bandit camp right outside of it. Right. So I'm like, I'm not passing i tried it like four times i'm like i'm not moving on until i get this bandit camp (laughs) and i can make it halfway through like kill half of the enemies and for some i just slip up every time so it's yeah so it's very frustrating so i stopped after that but yeah that's how far i am have you ever um like if you liberate the, the people that are like captured there they'll go around and help you kill people have you used that strategy at all uh, I did not know they would help you kill people because yeah, they'll, they'll I did follow do you that. around. Because I did yeah. that, and they just ran away. <laughs> oh, so I guess maybe it's maybe it, maybe it depends. Maybe it like randomizes the people that are captured. Maybe. But like, if you capture people that are like, if if they happen to be people that are like the random like hunters and and like warriors that mm-hmm. are just kind of running around the map, they yeah. they will kind of walk with you and follow you around and sneak around and attack people if you attack people. Yeah, I um, do think because so it's weird. It's like. You can either go fight the bandit. This is why I love this game. Because you can either, you're going down a path. You can either go down the path, forget what's going on around you. You could go take on the bandit camp. Or you can go take on the, the long necks and the chargers and the scrappers. Oh, oh man. Like in that area. Those, kept, those creatures kept, are so gorgeous. I know, right, right? <laughs> so I kept going for the bandit camp. But there was a moment where I saw people like over near the scrappers. It's I think it's scrappers, long necks, and I think there are chargers there too. So I saw people over there and I was like I did the focus and I it looked like they were bad people. So I just let them leave, like go and they got killed because I'm like, you're bandits. You're bad anyways. If you're over here, I'm going to kill you anyways. <clears throat> but then I thought about it and I'm like, those actually might have been good people who I just let die. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe I didn't read the focus correctly. Hmm. I'm not going to worry about it. It's a video game. I'm not going to worry about it. I mean, so I just like continue. You, <laughs> you failing to help them doesn't like get you in trouble or anything exactly. it's only like if you walked up to it's like if you walked into a town and started just like shooting people with bows exactly. that would probably be a bad <laughs> yeah, thing exactly. but <laughs> they were already in this is this is nature now man, <laughs> man versus machine is the nature now nature took its course exactly <laughs> um but yeah the the erin thing like i think i texted you and i was like aloy and erin need to have beautiful babies like i need <laughs> them to have children like, is I just, just like dumb like dumb dumb lovable idiot that's him. just <laughs> stumbling around the world oh like i'm God. supposed to be in charge but my sister was the smart one what do i do <laughs> i'm gonna go get drunk you guys figure this out i um my old manager at uh gamestop also played the game a little bit when it first came out and so i texted her a picture and i was like oh, no i just texted her out of the blue and i was like erin and aloy need to have beautiful babies together and she was like i can't believe you're still playing that game <laughs> and and I was like, I'm calling it now because apparently there's a sequel in the work. I'm like, I'm calling it Not now. Not surprising. Yeah, I'm calling it now. Erin, the sequel is going to be about Erin and Aloy's twin children, twin frater- fraternal twins, and I gave them names. I need to find <laughs> the names. Give oh, me. Oh need- man, you went full fanfic. I on like this. went insane. <laughs> went insane. I was like, this is too much. This is, I'm too crazy about this game. Oh, oh, where is it? No, I need to find the name. There it is. Okay. Um, 
I want Erin and Aloy to have beautiful babies together. <laughs> I'm telling you, the sequel will be about their fraternal twins, twins Emmett and Aliana, going and saving the world. That is what uh, I named their children. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm sitting here like the the one that I thought that I mean, Erin, great character, probably my favorite though is um, Petra Forge Woman, you, who's oh, a random NPC. I need random to find NPC, her. You walk into one of the Oscar room camps and she's running the she's running the forge and she helps you um, train on this like giant, giant, giant cannon that oh, you end sweet. up using later. Okay. But it's just great to talk to her because she's just like everything out of her mouth is I'm just hitting on you and you're not noticing this because you're an idiot. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> she's, like, she's like, just make sure you don't hold this thing against your hips because it's going to have a kickback and you want to make sure you're able to thrust later for it. And Ayla's like, I, I got it. I got it. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find that. I because that's uh, that's awesome. That like I just that love it. Just like this is a random. This is like random people are just like fall, like people all over this world are just like randomly running into Aloy, deciding that they're in love with her, and she's too stupid to realize. It. Well, she doesn't have people skills. She's been exactly. living with she's Ross her whole life, and she's got no context whatsoever for him. <laughs> when you sent me Aloy doesn't understand holograms, I laughed out loud. I'm like, oh, she yeah, really doesn't. Like that's the best thing is like the thing with the whole photo mode is that you also have the option to change her facial expression yep. and her position mm-hmm. as she's standing there so i just have her standing between these two holograms with a confused look on her face <laughs> which is like here's the most serious part of the story being told to you right now here's all of the questions answered for you and she's like mm, i don't know <laughs> i can like get her laying work? down between the <laughs> <laughs> oh man i that is so cool i've never had a game with photo mode i i know like uncharted has one but I've never, I never knew it was a thing um, until this game. And I'm like, that's really cool. I really appreciate that <laughs> because otherwise I would just be trying to take the photos and it would look awful. It's, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, so like, it's got like eight, it's got like eight or 10 different filters yeah. and you can change oh. the time of day. All of this is like outside of the game. Like it just pauses the game and lets you fool around with whatever you have yeah. framed at the time. Yeah. So it's like, you can change the time of day, you change filters, you can put borders on it. It's like, this is like the dumbest thing that. <laughs> makes this whole thing worthwhile because it's such a beautifully crafted world that to just sit there for 10 minutes and be like, what's the perfect angle I can get on this mountain top. Uh, looks really exactly. great with the sun behind it. Uh, ooh, black and white. That's really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I'm supposed to be doing something. Hold one on. of, one of my, f- I took a picture. It was like one of my favorite pictures. It's not a good picture, but it's uh, early on in the game and she's on, it looks like a highway. So it's like a highway inter- or like an interstate kind of thing. And um, I don't know where it is. I probably could never find it again. But <laughs> it's like a, yeah, so it's a stretch of highway that you can just climb up on and there's holes and everything. And there are like two signs that have been broken. So like the green signs to like, right. for like right, exit right, right. numbers or whatever. And that is the coolest thing to me that they included that because it makes sense that it would still exist because it's pavement and metal and like and it's it just looked so cool. And that's like one of my favorite pictures that I've taken Uh, because she's just like looking up at it and it's it was great. Uh, oh man, I feel so much better now. <laughs> Me too. Oh my god. Uh, so you've been playing far. We're just like moving right along. Let's, we are. Let's... This is far... well. Again, we we've done a lot the last few weeks, but we have. Uh... Yeah, I haven't. But I've done <laughs> well, a lot. Been... Actually, I've been sick, but I did do a you've lot. You've been surviving. <laughs> yeah, I did do a lot in Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm happy with my progress. I also watched some movies. Puddle Cruisers is a fantastic movie. I don't know if you've yeah, ever... I have to search that. Uh, I they talked about it on on the yeah. senior. The earliest one from that from uh, Broken Lizard I've seen is Club Dread, which oh, I didn't I realize it. until um, I didn't realize until probably like a few months ago. I finally watched the uh, so uh, I know what you did last summer movies. Mm-hmm. I did not realize that Club Dread is just I know what you did last summer, too, which is basically like what if we took all the characters from I know what you did last summer and met them on a beach? Oh, God. <laughs> like, oh wow. Yeah. Wow. Those. Oh my god, That's we're gonna great. get into like my my love of like trashy teen slashers one day. <laughs> because Scream Scream is my favorite franchise, oh, like my really? favorite film franchise I've ever. Never seen it. And so like, um, it's it's real good. It's real real good. And then uh, I watched like I know what you did last summer and compared to Scream, it's like 
the dumbest movies ever, but they're still kind of fun. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so Club Dread, like for years, like I did, it didn't occur to me like what, like all of the, like what that movie is heavily referencing, nice. but still very good. still very funny, but yeah. yeah. I love Puddle Cruiser. And like, it shows that the Broken Lizard guys can like actually have some seriousness to them as well as just like being all out hilarity and ridiculousness. Um, but and then PCU too. I don't know if they talked about that, but PCU is a fantastic movie. I don't know if you've seen that. I, I have, um, because there was a good time, probably between 1997 and 1999, where that's what Comedy Central would play at four o'clock in the afternoon yep. just to fill time. Yeah. Literally every day, <laughs> every day PCU came on. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, that's pretty much it for me. I, so you've been playing Far Cry, right? I have. All right. uh, I played it beat it because i i got really into it yes far cry 5 um the best thing i could so i enjoyed it i enjoyed playing it i got frustrated at it like every 10 minutes but like in a good way um it's the first game in a long time where i was like screaming at my tv because i just (laughs) couldn't get through it like five seconds without someone shooting me from something um and i actually like (laughs) so many people are, are shitting on the story right now i liked it it definitely faltered a lot of places, and it definitely has its problems. But I overall like the story, and that's because I it, I waited a week to get that game and watched everybody fight about it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So Ubisoft, Ubisoft, uh, Ubisofted all over this game before it came out, basically, in that they tried. So uh, like a year or so ago, right before like the big E3 announcement, they they you know announced that the game was coming out. Yeah brought people out to brought like big games journalist people out to to get like a secret viewing of it before e before e3 and they definitely were talking about the game being much more of like white supremacist militia groups and like uh those like sovereign citizen militia groups and stuff like that and then uh the election happened (laughs) so this was 2016 yeah so and then like just after the election happened and things started to get really awkward all of a sudden they started shifting their story a little bit and all of a sudden it wasn't white militia groups it was a doomsday cult and you know the doomsday cults like in the 70s that were much more (laughs) multicultural and they weren't it's not about you know it's not about stockpiling guns for this it's because they think the world is ending in that and it's like they they muddled it so much that by the time the game came out no one knew how to react to it because they were just like they're just like this is not the game we were first promised it's really not like it kind of falls flat on the game you started to promise afterwards rumors are out that like in the last year of development of that game they went through and like put a bunch of band-aids on it to change up the story as much as possible because they think like it was going to be much more of what they originally pitched and then they like panicked when they saw like you know shitty dudes backlash to it yeah so so it, it's it definitely feels a little uneven because of that. But as a huge Stephen King fan, you go into that going, OK, I'm getting into a Stephen King story. Not like I'm not going in to watch like to, to get like John Steinbeck, the <laughs> souls of man story that like Ubisoft can't do that. Yeah. And they have to stop pretending like they can because <laughs> the pulpy, the pulpy, stupid story you think they gave you is perfectly fine. <laughs> Nice. And it's like, so, you know, without going into like spoilers and stuff, the whole Far Cry series is always about like you get stuck in this exotic place and you have to get out and you do it by regaining control of all the regions. Very much like open world Ubisoft Assassin's Creed stuff. Yep. Um, and like far and this is now, you know, it's Far Cry 5. I think Ubisoft's always been making them, but like yeah. three, Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon, Far Cry 4 and then Far Cry Primal are like the big ones that everyone thinks of now of the Far Cry series, and yeah, so 5 I, is just more of that. Primal is, like, huge. I've never played any of them, so it, it, I've only it, heard... it really is, like... It, and it's really funny, because because of the way that they structured the game, you can pretty much tell the story of all of those games the same way, which is someone gets stuck in an area, gets wrapped up with the rebels who are trying to go against whatever charismatic dictator leader has taken over, and so you're just going to go through and like take over each region and slowly build up your your weapons and your power and your armies until you go after the bad guy. That's it. Like that's that just described all six of those games. <laughs> um, and then it's just whatever story and like makeup they put on it that changes it. And the big one for this was that they were they placed it in America and you're in a county in Montana that they made up and this doomsday cult has um 
been causing problems. And the, the, again, the, like the first story misstep they make is that a lot of the setup is before the game even starts. And so okay. like this dude has taken over like businesses and taken people from their homes mm-hmm. and brought them in and all this stuff, stuff that cults do yes. <laughs> that like they slowly, like they buy businesses up and they, they like get people, but other, other owners and local community members to be there, to be in the cult so that everybody thinks that they're great people and all this. And then all of a sudden it's like they turn on the crazy. And so you get there when they turn on the crazy. And so like, you don't see a lot of that setup. And so it feels very like, it feels very generic and kind yeah. of bland yeah. because like, okay, I know what this is because we've seen it a thousand times because <laughs> I get that it's not exciting to see the setup, but at the same time you have no emotional connection to anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you go through and the three regions are, are done by, are, are controlled by the three siblings to the, the main preacher and they all have different ways of controlling people. And so that kind of ties into the story. Oh, and okay. so I think there's a lot there to talk about themes of control and, conspiracy theories like every npc you talk to is talking about how like the government was doing stuff and like conspiracy theory stuff before this uh, before this anyway and you've got like a a bunch like there's one guy that you go around helping him find like alien parts because he's convinced of like an x-file style like conspiracy for aliens to come around um and it's just yeah so so there's like there are themes and motifs going through the whole game and it just seems like a lot of people went but it's not the game you promised so (laughs) (laughs) yeah like no but 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 like the game like the the game is like let's talk about this story though because this story is really interesting to me (laughs) Yeah. yeah a friend of mine just finished it and he really liked it until the ending um and he was just upset (laughs) yeah and that's again not surprising yeah i i Again, again, Stephen King fan. Bad endings. I'm used to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, he but, was... I, but I don't even think it's a bad ending. Like I get. I think I. I let me go this way. I think they had a thing they were going for, and they swung really hard for the fences on it, and they whiffed it in a lot of ways. <laughs> but nice. I appreciate the effort. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, he was explaining um, it to me, and I was like, "Ooh, okay, strange." Yeah. Yeah, it's how really. The journey is though, but the, the journey is interesting. One of the big things they do is you don't level up in the game. Oh, okay. You do so you do different like challenges to get your your perks right. So it's yeah. like kill kill ten enemies with this gun or kill ten enemies with that gun, you know, hunt this animal, that animal, and plus every so often you'll get a story mission and stuff that give you your perk points, and that's where you can start getting things like breathe underwater longer and mm-hmm. carry more stuff and your health goes up. So there's that, oh. but. With every mission you complete, you get what are called resistance points, which is supposed to be like the morality, the morale for the resistance. And so every so ever many number of those points, it triggers the story, basically. Gotcha. And so you'll you'll get a thing and then it'll go like, oh, now you're being hunted by whoever is, you know, like one of the, the leaders or one of the leaders is. Uh, <sighs> this is the thing that's also annoying. <laughs> the three brothers and the sister that are running this whole thing, it's Joseph's seat at the top, and then Jacob and John's seat in Faith. So it's all <laughs> J names. <laughs> nice. Which was confusing, because it's three bearded white guys with man buns and a woman. <laughs> and it's like, oh! They all look the same, they all sound the same, and they all have, they all have J names. That doesn't help. Jeez. But it'll, a thing, so a thing will pop up and be like, Jacob's men are hunting you, and then suddenly it'll, it's like, either a crowd of people will it'll look like any any normal fight where like a truck full of bad guys will pull up to you but they'll shoot you with a tranquilizer and then you're down and you're dragged off into a story mission basically oh wow so you can and so you can escape a lot of these it's really it's like this weird interesting idea again like the game has this whole control theme where usually in a far cry game up to this point it was you could do the entire open world stuff and then turn around and do the story missions later and in this it's like sorry you don't have that option (laughs) By playing the game, you're going to play our game, and you're going to get through it. And so, like, some people are, like, hating that. Other people are loving it. I thought it was, like, a really interesting way to structure a game like that because, like, when you get into, like, the meta-narrative of an open-world game, like, it doesn't make any sense that you can do all the stuff you do without ever touching the story, especially when, like, half of the things going on require you to, like, follow the story to know why. Otherwise, you're just collecting stuff for no reason. So, That's so I like cool. that. It forces you to yeah, stay I li- So I really, yeah, I really, so I really liked all that, and I liked. Yeah, I mean, I like one of the one of the regions doesn't quite feel like they put as much effort into it as the other two. <laughs> like it was like, oh, here's the third one, and we just didn't 
we didn't know what to do with it. Nice. Um, so, but uh, all in all, I really enjoyed it. And so like, I was like, okay, I felt like it was worth me spending a weekend and a half nice. playing nice. this. Well, there um, you go. Sweet. Yeah. So, Maybe but again, but again, yeah. So don't, don't go into it thinking that it's going to make some huge political stance. Like it's, it's political stance is America is dying and shitty. So we're going to be, we're just waiting for the end of the world. Like that's, <laughs> That's its political stance. Yeah. So. Oh, there we go. And on that note, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, That's great. That's a great way to end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the end of the world is just just coming, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So um, I don't know if we talked about this on the last episode, but we got like about 10 minutes to run through this. But um, Anything else you need to add, or? Uh, no, I've been rewatching X. I, I finally got back into like X Files and Smallville and cool, stuff, so that's cool. gonna be fun. Uh, I'll get more into that, I think, next week. Oh, did we talk about that? We're going weekly, everybody. That Hi. is what I was going to go into. Okay, yes. cool. So yeah, um, um, yeah. We are going to be going weekly. Stuff, but, nah. um, so you'll get to hear our lovely voices every week. Um, which will hopefully give us like more diverse things to talk about. I think what happens is after like two weeks, it's like all I remember is the game that I've been exactly. playing for 50 yeah, hours and not like the, the half hour I took to watch like the premiere of Alex Inc. that I really liked. Oh, so, I think we, oh, you liked it? See, I didn't. Cut it. I, I liked it, but then after the second episode, I got really worried. Oh, <laughs> so see, I couldn't, I couldn't like get myself to watch the second episode. <laughs> Um, uh, it's not going to make you feel any better if you didn't like the first one, but we'll we'll talk about it next week. I'll, I'll watch <laughs> it and we can have a discussion next week. How about okay. that? <laughs> um, all right. So yeah. So we are going weekly every um, every Wednesday. The episode will uh, air. I guess is yeah air. Um, you can check it out on Podomatic or on the iTunes um, Pod iPod Apple Apple Podcast. I think podcast. Yes, called the yeah. Apple Podcast app. Um. But you can also follow us on Twitter at Say Report Junior. Follow us individually. I am at Dale's Brain. Um, Zach? And I am at Zerwhiskey. Yes. All right. Yeah. I like that we don't spell them anymore. It's just like, eh. fend for yourself. Um, but do you have <laughs> anything else to add? I have nothing else right now. I think we're good. I think we're good. I think this is a good episode. Um, yeah, so... It's good to be back. <laughs> it is good to be back. It's very good <laughs> to be back. I, like, kept thinking, I'm like, what are we going to talk about? Oh, we're going to talk about this, this, this. We're not going to get to talk... Like, it's fun to think of, like, oh, I want to talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, what was really happening, like, part of the reason that I was the... I, like, I was the one first that was like, we should do this every two weeks till we get a, our feet under <laughs> us, and then after two episodes, I'm like, I'm forgetting half the stuff I want to talk about. Exactly. We should just yep. go weekly at this yep. point. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Oh, man. But I think it's going to be good. So stick around, see how it happens, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to throw it to Liz. Bye. Bye. Stop. Thank you for listening to The Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for The Say Report. And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, We'll see you next time.